This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. All this time, Porter, everything you've done, everything you've said, I've heard all about. So you've made some remarks in the past about when is Papa Fritz going to be here. Papa Fritz is here. Episode 32, where we're talking uh, an episode 43 from the network, which is on uh, dated October, what is that, 16th, 1982. The dog says 16. That's what I said, 16, isn't it? Yeah. What did I say? No, nothing. You said my dog barked. Well, those two knuckle-yuckleheads are uh, with Kelly and Johnny. Kelly, how was your trip to the UK, man? Oh, it was fantastic. Uh, great time, you know, England, Scotland, lots of drinking, lots of eating, my favorite things in the world. Um, yeah. Oh, and I ran into, to a fellow, uh, Titan of wrestling in London, by the way. That would be Nima Parvini or Parv. <laughs> that's right. When I like to know him. Yes. Um, that's awesome, man. Uh, is, is he as tall as he is, he as short as you expected or taller or... <laughs> Handsome. Oh, he's very handsome. Yes, very handsome. And yeah, that's not what his damn pictures say to me. But whatever. No, <laughs> uh, mm. so, Joe, John, how's the coaching going, man? Oh yeah, pretty good. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, I'm uh, coaching little league seven year olds. We've had one practice. We have a practice tomorrow for an hour, and then Tuesday we have our first game. So, do they not do a background check on those things? Yes, they do do a background check, sir. And I passed the flying colors. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> well, Speaking of smoking, like I guess you can't pipe. smoke at the games then. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's, it's, it's so refreshing because I grew up playing Little League in the 70s with all that entails. I mean, there's major rules. No tobacco of any kind anywhere there not just you the parents and i just remember people sitting in the stands chain smoking drunk and screaming <laughs> at children that's how i played little league growing up so this is yeah. this is quite nice <laughs> uh, oh my yeah man it's just i'm excited you know it's 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 in the air. Excitement's in the air. Michael P.S. Hayes is joining us. Dude, man, this, this hiatus has been on a while. I've been on a well, been a while, man. It almost felt like uh, Stephen Graham canceling one of his shows. Uh, type <laughs> of uh, playoff here, but man, with Kelly being off and then Bruno passing away, yeah. I mean, it feels like. I mean, it feels like it's been six months. Where I mean, I know that's an exaggeration, but it's been a while, man. But hey. We have Harvey Martin joining Jay Saldi and Bill Mercer here. If you guys don't know Harvey Martin, he is actually the better of the two defensive ends of the Dallas Cowboys with him and Ed Tutal Jones with Randy White as the nose tackle with a great defense that gets overlooked in the history of uh, like you know, well, pro sports. I mean, they were dominating uh, front three and uh, – we're big on why the Cowboys were so successful back then. Uh, this is a little this. I mean, he was there during the Staubach eras too, so he has a few Super Bowl rings and stuff. Uh, and he's way more charismatic than pretty much all the wrestlers we've had uh, besides the Von Erichs on this show so far. What, what was your feeling, Johnny, of Harvey Martin? Oh, yeah. Well, first I thought I was like Harvey Martin, Harvey Martin. I was like. Oh, he, he was in WrestleMania 2 Battle Royal, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, okay, that's where I remember him from. So was it, they called it the Doomsday Defense? I think that's what Jay called it? Yep. They yep. called the Doomsday Defense? Oh, yeah. Well, he's A, he's Harvey Martin. He's used to talking on a camera. Because this is, a, you got to figure, this is also 
this is North Dallas 40 days, right? You know, yeah. that, that era of football, which I'd love. <laughs> and one of my favorite movies too. And, uh, yeah, he's used to talk in front of a camera and he's natural and he's charismatic and you're right. He's, oh, he's better than, he's a better talker than everyone except for David Von Erich, Fritz and Gary Hart. <laughs> yeah. And you know, yeah, like Ed Tutal Jones gets the more notoriety because he did the Miller Lite commercials, you know, what was it? Uh, tastes great, less filling those battles and stuff. Um, what were your thoughts here, Kelly, of Carby Martin? Uh, and I, I, was, I was, I was hoping he was going to stay around for a while, but he doesn't. But you know what? He pops up later on, so he he pops up uh, watching a lot of uh, wrestling. So he's definitely a fan. What do you think of Harvey Martin here? Well, yeah, I mean, charisma wise, he's way better than uh, Saldi. But, you know, I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan, so fuck the Cowboys and fuck the Doomsday defense. <laughs> Tom Landry. Yeah, well, I bet you team and nightmare still about these two. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly's like, yeah, Kelly, yeah, that's what that Kelly might be Canadian, but he's an Eagles fan. He was just about to say, I'll take Tom Landry's stupid fucking hat and take a shit in it. That's what I think of the fucking Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. The only difference is Kelly actually owns a hat like that, so he wouldn't. <laughs> that is true, I do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, Martin's incredibly charismatic. He could have been involved in pro wrestling if he wasn't a football star for sure. Um, yeah. Oh, well. Right. And this uh, transitions to a David Von Erich interview here, Johnny. And he's talking about the bounty on Carrie. Uh, I've actually thought it was pretty good and, uh, and then progress the story of, uh, the carry chase, and which eventually David Von Erich has to step in because Carrie's injured, and he gets some title shots with uh, Flair. What, what were your thoughts here? Uh, well, it's a, it's just more of what we're going to hear a lot of. Is like, well, we've got proof, but we can't talk about it. He's like, but we got proof. We got proof. you hear so much. It's just like, oh, okay, you know, I'll we'll get to it. But then, of course, I think as we talked about, you know, it's. It's got to be Fritz who reveals it, so you know. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's gonna get the glory. Uh-huh. I mean, wrestling back in the that 80s, makes sense. They they like that slow burning type of thing, mm-hmm. but this is really a kind of like a you know a fizzle. I tell you the truth, yeah. obviously, the, why are we hiding a bounty? I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's you want the bounty because you want to put fucking heat on somebody. I mean, Jesus Christ. They, well, well, they're, they're, the way they're playing it off as if this is something amazingly illegal. That. Okay, so what's the end game? He gets another title shot. He's already going to get one of those. Are they going to give him the belt because, you know, well, Gary Hart could Gary Hart be banned from wrestling over this? It's like okay, get to it. Like we 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 we've had Paul Jones used to publicly announce bounties on television. Hell, eighty three Flair race. I mean, that was. That bounty huh. blows this one away. I mean, well, that's just it. Harley Race, Harley Race doesn't have any time for that bullshit. You know, it's like, someone take the goddamn money. You know? <laughs> take the money. Uh, Kelly, what are your thoughts on the promo, man? Um, Not much. I mean, just to explain the whole situation, I guess Carrie's been taken out by Kabuki. He's in the hospital. This happened in Oklahoma City, apparently. So Kabuki went for the bounty carries out yeah we'll see where this goes um but so far yeah it's been kind of uh weak and then we get david von eric versus the captain <laughs> captain frank dusak what what you think of this one there kelly well dusak yeah i mean this isn't an, an interesting uh, match that's for sure dusak has an awesome Pink Panther robe uh, mm-hmm. with a big image of the Pink Panther on, on on the back of the robe. I thought that was pretty cool. It fits his yes. character. Yeah. Oh yes, as they point out, it's it's something it's something like Mae West would wear after getting out of a bubble bath in her boudoir. <laughs> That's what I thought immediately. Uh, but is that I'm... really a heelish type of thing wearing a cartoon uh, that appeals to kids? Uh, I don't know. There's something. He, well, well, I don't know. Because it's pink, he's gay, I guess. That's yeah, what I think. Oh, okay, is that what they're going with? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's supposed to be vaguely sexual. Um, anyway, I don't know. Oh. You know, I just I just, I just, just love the, the, the look of the robe. Um, 
so, oh no, we have David Manning as the referee in this match. And if we remember back a few months, him and Frank Dusick had a uh, feud that mm. um, didn't really, at least we didn't see the payoff for it. It, it started and then, yeah. Uh, well, Johnny, apparently it never ended. Yeah, it's still still going. David's back, I think. Well, he was suspended and then he was back and then he was gone. Uh, now he's back again. Um, well, and they say at the beginning, they go, but when Mark Lawrence is doing the ring announcing, you know, well, welcome to TV night at the Sportatorium. Your referees tonight will be Bronco Lubich and so-and-so Renesto. Yeah, John. But sanctioned by the NWA. Your referee for this match, David Manning. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, um, not much of a match here. Uh, Mercer and Saldi, they talk about Piper and finally... Roddy Piper. They finally call him Roddy Piper, not Rodney Piper. So that's a an accomplishment in itself. Um, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, uh, then they're still talking about Hogan. It's like fuck. Come on. Yeah, yeah, Hogan. Oh. They mentioned that Hart has put a bounty on Roddy Piper, which, yeah, which is baffling. Which I guess was a Georgia angle at the time. They were going back and forth. Um, David busts out what it, what the kids these days call a V trigger. Um, so yep. so all the all the kids that think Kenny Omega is really super cool, he's just stealing from David Von Erich in the early eighties. Um, <laughs> forget this all in bullshit. I mean, it was all about world class in nineteen eighty two. I will get say tickets. about Kenny Omega. One time, uh, I tweeted to him that hey man, one man gang was putting over pretty big on Facebook. And he was honestly touched that the fact the one man gang was telling people to check out his matches. Oh, yeah. Well, real quick, everything I've ever heard with those guys, them, the Bucks, and everything, they seem like the coolest, nicest dudes. And I, by the way, and I think the accomplishment that they all they all just did is great. So, oh yeah, that's cool. Oh, totally. I'm just joking. I mean, Kenny's a Winnipeg boy, so I, 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 oh yeah, I gotta love. Okay, so describe the move though, because I don't know what move you're talking about. It's a, it's like a flying knee to the face. Running knee. Running okay. knee, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, oh, the Kenny finish. Omega used it as, as, a, uh, as a false finish. He's never beat anyone, I don't think, with a V-trigger. No. He might beat somebody, I'm sure. It's but one of the, so yeah. Vicious. Kenny does it, it looks so vicious. He needs to win, because sometimes he'll throw out, like, ten V-triggers in a fucking... Yeah, yeah totally. It's one of like the prime examples of the the thigh slapping um, phenomenon oh, yeah. in wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if they still had goddamn jobbers, you'd he see that. Kill somebody with the victory of big trigger, and very <laughs> rarely does it lead to the pinfall. Yeah. So back to 1982. This the finish for this match was horrendous, um, where Dusik and Manning get into it, and and yeah. Manning actually punches Dusik. And then, of course, being the this fine, upstanding, uh, unbiased referee that he is, he counts the pin on him. All uh, in a day's work for a superhero, David Manning. <laughs> Fucking uh, Jesus Christ! Well, you know uh, what I, I find fascinating, really, on the, what we've gotten on these few episodes, is how big they're putting Ho- AWA Hogan over. <laughs> I know. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, they they say because they say Frank Dusick has been gone for a while because he's he's been having a successful tour of Japan just like Hulk Hogan, Thunderlips. I was like, <laughs> he was making a Japan correlation between <laughs> the two of them. It, it's uh, you know, yeah, uh, we, I mean, you expect these guys to pop up and they never do. Uh, no, but it, but it's interesting to see. It shows you just how big Hogan became because of Rocky. Oh, right. yeah. Oh, without that, a doubt. Yeah, that all the territories were talking about him, basically. Yeah, but do you yeah, know what? Okay, okay. Around that same time, then though, but in Memphis, you would have Jerry Lawler making music videos showing him beating up Terry Golden or Terry Boulder or whatever. I could do it that way. This is what are you doing here? Yeah, and I, I, I don't understand the plug because it's like. All it does is make your stars look lesser because of it, in a way, where you keep on mentioning this mythical superstar who's (laughs) never going to show up. He's too good for this territory. We can't can't even get Dizzy, for fuck's sake. Yeah, Dizzy's going to even show up. (laughs) He's been promised. What do you think of the match there, John? 
Uh, the only other thing I had to add is going back because I was just like, all I wrote down was Manning fucking punches him. Fucking Christ. It's the, but going to the, the Roddy Piper, uh, heart bounty thing here is they're trying to establish that. And, they, and Jay does it throughout here that Gary Hart and Kabuki can make a fine living in wrestling, just being the all Asiatic champion and collecting bounties. And that's what they do. And, but Bill drops the dime here on with, with some inside knowledge. You just one up in Jay a little bit. You, you, I'm starting to hear hear a lot of that, and or maybe I'm just you know projecting. But he goes, well, you know, Gary Hart was recently in Georgia trying to collect a bounty on Roddy Piper, and Jay's confused because he doesn't know about this. You know, he's like, what, what, what? Because he, he was like, well, I th- thought they were friends, but he's like, well, maybe you need to look up on it. Look that up, Jay. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on with this fucking television show talking about Roddy Piper and Hulk Hogan? <laughs> Ahead of its time, talking about oh, the guys that boy. in a few years will be the biggest stars in wrestling. Yeah. Biggest stars in the know, world right? in just a couple of years. Oh, boy. That's it. Timing's everything. Um, then we got Jose Lothario and Al Madrill versus the Checkmate and Dragon. Well, what were your thoughts, Kelly, on this match? I really liked this match. Uh, it was it was it was great. Um, Lothario Madrill, cool little tag team, and yeah, uh, the New see. Mexican Connection. <laughs> yes, there we go. Um, That's what Jay called him. <laughs> the New Mexico. Does he mean like the state New Mexico or the? No, no, no. He, he no, no, no. He, he, he said, to be fair, to be fair, he said there's the a new Mexican connection. Mexican so, connection. Yeah. That yes. Okay, that makes sense. I don't even know if Madrill was actually from Mexico. Um, no. <laughs> but he always paired with uh, uh, Hispanic tag partners. Right. I would be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Dude, he loves Elvis. Where did he grow up? You know? <laughs> Tennessee? Tennessee. Uh, so, like, we don't see Jose too often anymore, so it's always a treat to see him. Um, so this, uh, we have Bugsy in the crowd here, hugging, or no, being hugged by children. That I, oh. I, should, I should clarify, he's not hugging children. He's being hugged. I think that makes it a bit safer. He, he, he hugged back. Did he hug you know? back? Oh, okay. No, it was a completely appropriate way, but still, I was like, get your, get your children away from this man. <laughs> no, man. Uh, uh, solid mat work in this match with uh, Lothario and Checkmate early on. Um, yeah, lots of good back and forth stuff. Good House of Fire uh, for, by Jose with his great punches as usual. Um yeah, the crowd was hot for this match too, so that that made it even better. And yeah, yeah, I, I thought this was a, a decent match, and I give it two and three quarter stars. Um, the finish was oh, this is a time limit draw. Of course, it was. Yes, we've had quite a few of those recently. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you, Kelly. I enjoyed it a lot too. Like I enjoyed the. Checkmate, Lothario grappling. Mm-hmm. I loved Lothario's hot tag in this. Mm-hmm. I, and, I, and the turtle spot really worked here for me. Um, I, that, that led to Jose's cutoff. Uh, and this got better the longer it went, and the crowd was really getting into it. Uh, and once it went in the, it was really picking up steam for it. And then we went to the time limit draw. Um, uh, so they were actually building pretty well in here. I'm with you about the two and three, two and a half, two and three quarters. Um, good stuff. John, what were, you, what were you thinking here? Oh, well, as far as the match went, I was like, it's all good, but it just seemed like it was like, and is this the end? Because they just repeated sequences because they were, it's the fucking draws. They, yeah. I'm so sick and tired of draws on this show. And because I'm like, you lob five minutes off of this and have a finish, even a DQ finish, it'd be fine. But uh, another draw, another 15 minutes. Uh, yeah, and you know, that's it, the other thing about the 80s. When you were going to a draw, you kind of worked it in a certain way, too. You know what I'm saying, guys? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you can see it coming yeah. a mile away, usually. Yeah. yeah. But so, so we got, all right, the world's, 
Hussein's such a shitty manager that I'm going to have a T-shirt. I'm going to get a recreation of his fucking T-shirt just and I'm gonna just to have because it, it could be easily done. You can order that now. I want I want his T-shirt just to wear it in, in, <laughs> in, 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 as my shame. Whatever. But him speaking Japanese is just gobbledygook. And that's all he does. It's and you start hearing both Jay and Bill kind of pick up on that. They inf- kind of laugh about when they start talking about him speaking six languages because even they make it the joke about because he calls checkmate. He starts speaking like, "You got a mate? You got a mate?" Like, and they're like, "Oh, that's another one of his languages, I guess." You know, I was like, oh, yeah. and "So I mean, it's all just gobbledygook." And uh, sounds like he's speaking in tongues. And again, Bill has to put over the checkmate. Not at all, man. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. And but they also call Jose the young man from Monterey, Mexico. <laughs> that's funny. The young man. I mean, is that a rib or because I mean, you're looking at him, you know, why would you say that? You know, this is clearly not a young man. It's not, it's not a mistake that can be made. It's not the first time they've done it. I don't think so. (laughs) Even in the seventies, he looked that the same. Yeah. We saw with seven, 1973, John, he looked, Oh yeah, it was like he did in 1983. Yeah. I mean, a little more hair, a little more hair, a little, a little bit more, but, yeah. You know, not but, much, but a little not bit much, more. <laughs> a little. And, uh, and and to Jose's credit, because they had the, there was a great before the the stupid turtle armadillo move that I still say is fucking it's dumb. Uh, oh, it is, it is. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, here's why it worked because Jose made it work. Yeah, Jose's great because Jose didn't sit there going. Whoo? You know, he goes, he had looked at the situation and then tried to wrestle him. Yeah. Like, Can I get a hold here? And then he scurried away. And I'm like, okay. You know, it's just standing there looking befuddled like Brian fucking Adias. You know? <laughs> well, wait till you know. we get uh, checkmate and, uh, and uh, what's his name? Um, uh, the, the, the pedophile. Um, ooh, Bugsy? Bugsy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the pedophile. <laughs> well, it hasn't been proven yet. Um, okay. Uh, but but uh, so but the sequence they did right before that move I really enjoyed. It was really watching the two of them wrestle was a lot of fun. And oh, then I just they get this a line in about Bugsy being in the crowd. They go, oh Jay says, I wonder if Bugsy is checking out Checkmate for future references. <laughs> I just, uh, he's got to go away soon. But it's, if this had been a little shorter, I would have liked it as much of you guys as you guys. But uh, which, that's, that's fair, John. On when, when Checkmate and Jose were in there together, I was very entertained. Yeah, that's. I mean, I only think uh, when you look at the roster, Lothar is one of the few guys you think you could work with Checkmate. Um, oh yeah. Then we get a Flair interview from Kansas City and. And those Blades cars are fucking just Oof. ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> ridiculous. Where did he blade oh, with a cheese grater? Here, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, now broken, we're talking business. Because we have a professional ball. cutting. We, we get a professional cutting a promo. What's oh, going yeah. on here, John? Okay, because and, they, they, and the way they plug it is flare interrogated. And it's like, well, if that's being interrogated. He's he's cool, calm, and collected while being interrogated. Uh and the, what's best is, the, you know, the tracking, for those of you who remember VHS, the tracking kind of goes on the picture quality. And instead of the whole picture quality will resume shortly robotic one we've read before, this one says, this footage is too good to miss. Picture quality will return shortly. <laughs> and I was like, and they ain't lying. Cause it's this, like an edict. It felt like it was an edict we're straight from Triple H's office. Yeah, that's like, you know, exactly. It, dude, exactly. I thought the <laughs> same thing. Triple H is looking, he's like, uh, quote me. <laughs> <laughs> quote me. And because uh, it's calm flair, and we've talked about this before. Everyone just thinks about flair, for the most part, I think. Uh, as the loud promo guy and from, they got him in. You know, they they remember from Nitros doing yeah. all the character 
character is. Well, that yeah. shit. Well, that shit. But also the you know, most of those um, Crockett's from uh, the TBS studio were pretty wild too. Yeah, but they yeah, were that's Gainfield yeah. Flair. Yeah, you know, and uh, so he's just sitting there in a chair, surrounded by ferns. You don't see the face of the guy talking to him. It was a professional uh, interviewer of some sort, and that's because I believe this. This could be be used in in more than one territory because they wrestled around the Horn and what St. Louis and, yeah. and what have you. So this could be sent to any TV station. That's what this is. And uh, and when he when he asks Flair about how he feels about Carrie's injury, he he says, well, "I understand Carrie Von Erich was injured. How do I feel? Tragic. Sorry to hear about it." And it, it, he only sounds a tinge full of shit, you know, and that's what he, he, he never raises his voice. And he, he says, he's like, $10,000. I'm a very rich man. You know, if I wanted it done, it'd be done. And I wouldn't think about it, but I'm the world heavyweight champion, you know, it, it, and so on and so on. It's, it, I'm like, I didn't write everything. I, you, people need to see this. It's one of my favorite promos I've ever seen. I, I, and I'm not exaggerating. I've loved watching this. I watched it a few times. And he, he gets in the, the, well, they say they've got proof. Well, you know, well, Fritz von Erich is a frustrated man, and he wants one of those sons to be champion, which, you know, hit the nail right on the head there. And, uh, but he's attacking Fritz. He's he's because he's subtly digging it that Fritz von Erich never won the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, and it's brutal and it's it's fantastic, and and then he does this great promo, and he ends it by just going. He doesn't woo. He goes hallelujah, <laughs> and it's yeah, fucking it was no, great. Yeah, there was no. Uh, Catch the catchphrases at all here. No. Flair being fucking Rick R I C K F L E, you know, whatever. Flair. Well, maybe he hadn't started wooing yet in interviews and he had to come up. He was trying to think, Hallelujah is going to be my thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's so good. People need to see this. I I thought it was awesome. What about you, Kelly? What were were your thoughts on this promo? Yeah, it was great. It's fresh. to us, anyway, and to probably most people, it's it's you know I'd never seen it before. It gives you a look at Flair um, in the early years of his uh, reign as NWA champion. You know, it's more like you know '70s Flair, young Flair, um, before he became uh, the more um, cliched Flair, like you guys have mentioned. So yeah, it's great, and he was cocky. It, it's really good. Um, he even points out. He even points out. I am only. Th- I am the world champion. I'm only 31 years old, and I'm a wealthy man. <laughs> yeah, and he actually shaved a couple years off his real age because he was 33 at the time and not 31. <laughs> you I gotta work him. Yeah, I think he did that quite a bit back in those days. Um, yeah, this, yeah, this really player cool felt stuff. like you know, it, this guy felt like he was around to like till night like 1984. Mm-hmm. Then from 1985 up, you didn't really see this Ric Flair. No, that's true. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know how to explain the change, but yeah, it, it definitely changed by the mid-80s. Um, well, no, you only saw this Flair when he was a babyface in those days. Those, those babyface ones would be the serious interview. That's right, Minnesota Flair, as, as Parv calls him. Right, right. His non-nature boy or non-slick Rick uh, flair. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely... And there's just not a lot of footage from this time out there readily available of him cutting promos. But this was, yeah, typical for the time, I guess. Yeah, I would use use the term nuanced here, you know? Yeah. Promotional consideration paid for by the following... Hey, pro wrestling announcer Kevin Kelly here. I want to make sure you are all subscribed to all the great feeds here at Place to Be Nation. It's really easy to do. Just head to iTunes or your preferred podcatcher app today and search and subscribe to the Place to Be Nation wrestling feed, which, of course, includes the full archives of The Kevin Kelly Show, the Place to Be Nation pod feed, and the Pro Wrestling Only feed. Subscribe, listen, and then rate us and leave feedback today. And be sure 
to give Justin your true thoughts. I mean, don't hold back. After all, he is kind of a jerk. Just listen to Scott. Police Foundations, JT Rosero and Chad Campbell here. We want to let you know that we have a ton of great podcasts available to you on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and PlaceFoundation.com. We offer them to you on two great feeds. On the PlaceFoundation Wrestling feed, we bring you the Mothership, the place to be podcast, along with Main Event, Survey Says, The Monday Night Wars, and our monthly pay-per-view reaction show, as well as Jeff Learns Wrestling. In addition to these full-length shows, we also deliver special network podcasts and pod blasts on topics old and new. Over on the Pro Wrestling Only feed, we dive deep inside the wrestling business with a stacked army of experts leading the way. The feed features potpourri shows such as This Weekend Wrestling, Greetings from Allentown, Match of the Week podcast, and the Military Industrial Suplex. We also have shows that focus intently on certain topics like Through the Years, Worldcast, Strong Style History, Strong Style Story, and Mount Olympus. Plus, the feed has the full archives of legendary shows like Titans of Wrestling, Where the Big Boys Play, Letters from Center Stage, and Letters from Kayfabe, plus much more. And on our very popular Place to Be Nation Pop podcast feed, we offer such great shows as Talkin' Pop, the Glenn Butler Podcast Hour Spectacular, NBA Team, PTBM Play, Sunday Groove, Breaking Balls, and Lucha Undead, as well as a vertical podcast heaven for comics fans with the hard-traveling fanboys, Sellers Points, Todd Weber's Conversations, Geek and Sassy, and Marvel Age Podcasts. You can find all of these current shows, plus archives of our past podcasts, including the Kevin Kelly Show, as well by subscribing to both feeds on iTunes. And while there, be sure to rate and leave feedback today. All these shows, plus others, available at PlaceFation.com, where we cover pro wrestling, sports, movies, comics, plus in-depth stretch projects, and more. Be sure to support our site by using PlaceFation.com backslash Amazon when doing your online shopping, and download our free PTB Vintage Vault Refresh eBooks via the links on our site. We also want to thank our friends at Boneheads, Wing Bar in West Warwick, Rhode Island, and Fall River, Massachusetts, and the History of Wrestling.com. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr as well. PlaceFoundation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. That leaves us a grand Marcus Tuber Samoan. Um, <laughs> what a what a transition. <laughs> yep. What a, what a, what a, what a, now we're back to world class family. <laughs> um, what 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 are, you, what are you thinking about this match, Kelly? Uh, well, I had to research Grand Marcus Dos because you know I'd, I'd heard of Grand Marcus. I, I guess he's pretty well known in the Lucha Libre community. I couldn't find any info on a on a Grand Marcus Dos though or two. I, I could find info on Grand Marcus, of course. And Grand Marcus was apparently in WCCW at this time. I don't know. There's some confusion somewhere along the line, so I'm not sure. I, I think it's the same person, honestly. Yeah, but, but why had why would they call him two? <laughs> you know, I don't know. If they didn't have to. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He was wearing a white mask, and he's a two. Has he ever been to Hawaii? <laughs> oh, topical reference. Um, let's see. So this match, you know, it was a squash, basically extended squash um, for Marcus, who's uh, is Hart managing him, or or Hussein's managing him. He's a contractee for the night, apparently. That's, right. that's how it's, it's, it's explained. Okay. Um, the Samoan, of course, we've seen, uh, quite a few times recently. He's one of the designated job guys now. And Marcus, yeah, he looks a lot like the checkmate though, with his, um, white mask yeah. and all that. <laughs> so confusing that they have these very similar looking guys. <laughs> um, but, and, and Terry Gordy was mentioned in this match for the first mm-hmm. time. So yeah, we're we're getting close. Good foreshadowing. Guys. Yeah, we're getting close. Um, yeah. Hallelujah. 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 There you go. That was what Flair was referencing. Um, exactly. Yeah, just a, a extended squash, like I said. Not much. Yeah, I thought the Samoan looked good again. Um, he's just a good athletic young guy. Yeah. But, uh, what about you, Johnny? What are your, what are your takes here? 
Okay, well, not really much with the match, except I agree. The Samoan obviously still looks pretty great for a young guy uh, his age. But uh, Jay even takes the opportunity, though, to explain, because even he must think that the name The Samoan is Stinks. (laughs) And he points out, he's just pointing out in his own Jay way, but I'm with him on this one. He's a, just point, he's, point, you know, he comes from a long lineage. His, his, his uh, uncle and father were no, are champions known as the Wild Samoans, so he, that he's carrying on the name. And he explains it. It was like, okay, he, he, I'm with you on this one, Jay, because even you realize that it's a terrible name. Because Mark Lorenz, the way he announces it, the Samoan, and walks away. And Bill drops uh, the dime again. He's getting him all in on Jay. That Gordy's coming. He's the first one to mention that Gordy's uh, Gordy's coming, uh, and he calls him a a well proportioned Andre the Giant. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and the Samoan is in black now. He's those cool trunks he arrived in are gone. Prince is like, "You're a job boy. You ain't wearing no flash shit out there." And of course, uh, he's like, "I was talking to Jason. I was talking to the Samoan backstage." You know, and he was saying how he wants to put on a bit more weight. You know, he thinks he can make it up to like, you know, 290 or maybe even 300. I think 325 would be great for him. Like, what what are you doing? (laughs) You want him to be obese? He's fairly big already. But he points out, they're a big boned people. Oh, boy. And then they keep ruining it by mentioning the name of some Samoan football player that Jay can't pronounce. And it's embarrassing. (laughs) It's embarrassing. Embarrassing, and then the, the final call of the squash match from Jay Jay Saudi. That was just a lack of inexperience on the young Samoans' part. Ugh, boy, he can't be gone soon enough. <laughs> That's the sound of business picking up here. Freebird Fantasia oh, himself is here. Michael P.S. Hayes is a baby face. I'm seeing him on my screen, right? And yeah. all I'm seeing, I'm, I feel like I'm watching C.J. Parker from Baywatch slow running across the beach right <laughs> really? now. Really? Wow. Oh, what, what were you wearing? I've been waiting, <laughs> waiting, waiting for this. And my God, babyface Michael Hayes is awesome here. He's facing Roberto Renesto. This is just, this is just a key right now. This is like changing of the guard. This, this is, is it. Step one in in business picking up and turning into a white hot territory. And what's right here at the beginning of it, Michael Hayes, Roberto Renesto. I'm 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 I'm, I'm so excited. Just think about Roberto Renesto can claim to be part of one of the the this explosion. You know, he was the first guy. He was there too. <laughs> yep, it's his claim to and fame. And man, uh, Michael Hayes, it's fun, and you see the crowd reacts to him as a baby face because oh boy, his yeah. charisma is universal. I mean, he can be anything he fucking wants. Right now, he's one of the best baby faces in the country. A couple months from now, he's going to be the number one heel in this territory. And uh, take it away, Kelly. What were your thoughts on the match? Well, I mean, this, we've been building to this since day one. We started in January 1982. And, you know, we're hardcore fans. We know what happens at the end of 1982 on Christmas night. So we knew we had this whole, you know, time... Before anything uh, of note really happened, and we were, you know, waiting. Oh, the Freebirds are coming! The Freebirds are coming! Uh, we've been through some pretty dark times, uh, lots of bad wrestling, not too many great heels in the territory, not too much excitement, and now here we are. And, and the heels that were decent have come very long in the tooth. The yeah, time. yeah, Kabuki is is really good, but. He's been on TV every week. He's wrestled every guy, every babyface twenty times. 
And, you know, it just keeps going and going. So... Bundy, Bundy was good when he was going, but now Right, yeah, you know. yeah, I can't forget about Bundy, because Bundy did really uh, impress. He, he, he actually carried the whole heel side in a lot of ways for several months. And part of the problem, too, was the TV was such a mess. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah. you know, the, the heels didn't... Was? You know, it just didn't feel like they had a... Uh, like, it felt like Gary Hart was in too many places. Yeah. Um, and it didn't feel like it had a strong narrative, the promotion. It felt... It felt like... So, it felt, almost felt very Vince Russo-esque in a way, where you're throwing so much shit and, you know, dude, let's go this out, throw this out. And, and really, it was seen what getting over. And, and they, this, this things just, the pieces didn't fit the board quite right, you know? A lot of circles trying to fit into squares and stuff and vice versa. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it was just killing time in between Ric Flair appearances in the territory. Yeah. Right. Yeah, popping the town. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that was the overarching story was Kerry's quest for the NWA title. Uh, and they did that well. Let's you know, yes. you gotta well, give them credit for that because it, it it paid off. It's uh, all that mattered. It's all yeah, that it, mattered. It, yeah, it, it yeah. is all that mattered because that was the big title and that was going to draw the big crowds. So that worked. Yeah. But watching it week to week, yeah, it got tedious. But anyway, that's all over. Here we have Michael Hayes um, all alone, coming into the territory as a babyface, and he's immediately super over. Um, you know, he—I don't think he'd been in the territory before, and I'm sure a, a, his reputation had preceded him in a way. But maybe, you know, maybe with some, maybe with some of them, but I don't really think so, based on some of the reactions. This is because those people, are, number one, I doubt they got cable. Number, to be perfectly yeah, honest, yeah. and number two, they never seen anything like this, and the way, they, that's the reaction they're getting. Yeah, yeah. They, they've they've never seen anything like this, yeah. and they're going crazy for it. Yeah, that's that's a great point because that's what I felt when I was watching this is that we're seeing like the dawn of a new era unfold before our eyes. Like suddenly, you know, it's just it's fresh. Here he is. He's exciting. He's he's you know, uh, he's just on another level than most of the guys we've seen so far. He's um, young. Yeah, he's young. He's hip. He's he's just at the time this you know he was coming off super hot runs in mid-south in georgia he was you know basically as as, as good as it, 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 it was at the time in wrestling and yeah it, it immediately uh, arguably you could see it was the best promo at this time in, in wrestling yeah one definitely i mean flares mm -hmm. is really good too great of course uh, yeah but... you know waller you know, even but you can make an argument for michael hayes you know oh yeah totally yep yeah, he, it, this was a huge get for uh, WCCW. Um, so the match, well, I don't. I mean, we probably got the musical entrance cut, and and that's something we've, I guess, come to terms with. We're gonna have to at, accept at, that. At least it's not dubbed. Yeah, that would have been. I'd ra yeah. yeah, I'd like, rather. I, I, yeah. You know, I mean, it's like missing some of these entrances, especially the Freebirds, is, is a bummer. But I, if they're going to cut the music, I'd rather they just cut to both of them in the ring. You, do it that way instead of being annoyed by some knockoff that you're going to hate. So. Yeah, that's true. Dubbing over Freebird would have been a travesty. So mm -hmm. they, they didn't do that. I think uh, they're no. I think they're allowed to do it. I think they're allowed to play Freebird. I thought they were, but they played it at the Hall of Fame or something. Maybe it was a one-time only. Yeah, probably. Um, but who knows? But yeah, I'm assuming he came out to a musical entrance. Um, yeah, this this match was. Uh, I mean, it was just a match to get Hayes over, and and he got over immediately. And he and he was great as a babyface here, and you know, this was so interesting to see because I'd never seen this before. All you know, I was aware. Of course, I've seen the the match on Christmas night, and all that, but I had never seen the lead up to it. You know, I was aware that they came in, the Freebirds came in as baby faces, but I hadn't seen it. And it no, no, me neither. Yeah, so it's great to see that. Yeah, they came in as baby faces, but they were super over, and they could have remained baby faces. 
and and been you know who knows what direction that would have went in. But, yeah, that was, that was what's cool mm. about the future. You know, when they faced the Von Erics, they were heels. But hell, when they were worked Devastation Inc., they were baby faces. Oh, of course. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, it's really interesting to see how quick, um, knowing what what's all to come, how quick they can go from being red hot baby faces to the most hated. Uh, heels in the territory. It's, right, but that had to be the plan. Uh, that oh, yeah, was, totally, yeah, totally. Right, but yeah. it's just impressive to see uh, that kind of reaction and that swing that we're going to see. Yeah, because uh, you see that reaction, you're like, man, maybe we should keep them baby faces, you know? Because mm, of how uh, loud he gets. And not only that, I mean, in this match, Hayes gets, he's over to start. And he gets more over as the match progresses. Right. Mm-hmm. But that, that that would literally require Fritz to go, boys, you're turning heel. That's yeah, right, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, and, and that's what makes the eventual turn mean so much, is that they were super popular. Um, so it was a total betrayal. The fans felt betrayed. Um, and, and also, right. they, they also the, the boys got a little bit of a rub by being able to hang out with the cool Michael Hayes crew. Gave, gave, make him a little cooler. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. In it, a way. Yeah, totally. Well, no, you know what it does? Because you'll see the quality of the promos of Carrie and Kevin, and David's are still great. They start going up because when you're, uh, was it, whatever sharpens, whatever, you're up against it constantly, and, and you know, you you get better by working with better people, not just in the ring, but in doing promos as well. Exactly. It's like I, I play golf, and I'm a good golfer, but when I used to play with my brother before his accident, he was a – he taught golf, and I'd always play usually about four or five strokes better just by going against him and stuff because I wanted to mm. – I was trying to compete against him, even though I didn't have a snowball's chance. But, you know, when you're playing against somebody who's better than you, um, you you had elevate you because you don't want to be the one who looks like a schmuck out there. Yeah, um, that's a great point. And 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 you then know. they also touch about the background in Georgia. They mentioned yeah. uh, yeah. David teamed with uh, with Michael when reality was Kevin. Uh, so they, they they you know they changed up the background a little bit, but who cares? No, um, to explain the heel turn, I guess. You know? Yeah, this yeah. Is great stuff. Um, yeah. Kelly, anything else you want to add on to that? Uh, I mean, we've talked about the, the baseball team, you know, the last place baseball team, and this is <laughs> this is the big signing. And then it's like you All said, right. Pete, the you know they up you have to up your game when you have a, a, a like a professional like Hayes come in, someone who's really good. Got yeah, them all the energized. Fucking, uh, pulling the wool over the Red Sox eyes and getting Babe Ruth in a way. I mean, it's fucking... There you go. I mean, yeah. it's fucking huge. Yeah, it was it was big because um, this territory wasn't a big territory at the time. They The Freebirds, you know, could have went elsewhere, and this was a yeah. big, big uh, get for world class. And, yeah, yeah, no, this was, this was cool. We'll talk about the promo separately i i i, I assume. okay um, yeah what yeah. you want to talk about match john at all yeah, just, just, hold, yeah. Promo? No, no, no just hold on a little bit because think about that um michael hayes knows what the plan is yeah and they're going to this dead territory so who knows why that's why they're going there who, who cares he knows that this moment is what it all depends on this debut moment is all it depends on. And he goes out there and fucking boom, they love him. His act is a little Jimmy Valiant ish, you know, yeah. you know, with some of his, some of the shit he does, you know, and he's so over immediately. Cause like I said, they've never seen anything like him. And uh, as Bill Mercer uh, tries, <laughs> I like Bill Mercer, but you know, him trying to sound hip and cool. Was, wow. And he's like, he's cool. He's way out. He's in. <laughs> oh boy. Huh? And, uh, and they're talking about Wild Bill Irwin next week. They're already writing off Ernesto. You know, he came out in his yellow robe because he's got to get his yellow one. Uh, uh, they're talking about, you know, well, next week he's got to really look out. And he's like, yes, two long-haired blondes who are tough. I was like, okay, whatever. And a, a lot of his style really appeals to the ladies going on. You know, they, they, they get to that a lot. And 
then of course, pile driver, you know, to end it. And he's laying there for a second. Renesto is, and he's right back up, just pops up from a pile driver. I was like, okay. So they could, he can get more heat and toss him out of the ring and everything. But Renesto could, you know, could have staggered a little bit. He's right up to just, let me just get this over with. And, Again, credit to Jay Saldy because he knows that it's Freebird Fantasia because Bill Mercer, Bill Mercer calls it Freebird Fantasy and Freebird a uh, Freebird Frolics and <laughs> Freebird Frolics and and a little bit one's Jay, rock and roll one's Broadway baby here oh boy it's the free verb he doesn't, he doesn't get Fantasia right and then he, he goes with frolics it, it's oh my god and Jay is the one who pauses Freebird Fantasia's on its way here Bill you know you know he felt good about that he's getting even for that Piper thing <laughs> uh, the crowd loves this promo John Okay. Uh, Promo's basically, he's introducing himself to this crowd after this performance. He's already got them in the palm of his hand. And he goes out there for his debut in front of this crowd on the mic, nails it. To use the baseball vernacular, hits a home run with that crowd. There's a dude in the front row who's laughing his ass off and loving this shit with Michael, Michael Hayes. And not in a He's a silly way, you know, like this guy's amazing way. And he basically introduces himself like, I'm 256 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal, baby. You know, and then he's, uh, and my brother is a romping, stomping graveyard destruction. And he's coming next week. And they do the bit with the, what street they live on. And he leads, he, he, and here's what you knew that maybe only two people knew who he was. Because when he goes talking about that, we lived in the city called rock and roll or the, the party city, party city. And I'm talking about living on the worst street in town. And he's like, you know what the name of that uh, street was? And one guy or two yells bad street. And he goes, that's right, baby, bad street. Like they all said it. And then they all know it instantly. And they, they all like are struggling to say it w- with them as well. We'll see that it's already over. And, just kills it, kills it, and uh, it's amazing. And then Jay, as they're going to break, goes, Believe it or not, Bill, I think their father must have been a preber man. I was like, What the preacher, preacher man, oh. you fucking Marvel mouth dummy. But, uh, and, and then, and then now. Wild Bill Irwin. <laughs> yeah, what a way, what a way. And now we're back to world-class champions. <laughs> you got to get Bill Irwin in there, and you got to protect Bill Irwin, too, apparently. Because he just, oh, Michael Hayes, I'm not all that impressed with you. You're like a bird. I'm going to get you like one of them falcon hawks and put the thing on your head with the, the string, and then you'll be all... Mine next week. Ha ha ha. And walks away. And one of them mentions that he's the ex uh, Texas champion. And they're like, oh, you don't want to say that in front of Bill Irwin. I was like, they just love Bill Irwin. I mean, he, apparently he's a nice guy, I guess. It's, we got to, let's finish with Bill Irwin. Bill Irwin had to follow that. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but your baseball analogy is spot on. Not only did Michael Hayes hit a home run, he pointed and he called his home run and goes, oh boy, and cuts it. And, he knew it, uh, dude. Dude, dude. He, when he went back, when he went backstage and and uh, called Terry Gordy, it's home, brother. You know, got him, nailed it. Ugh. Great stuff, Kelly. Man, what are your thoughts here, brother? Yeah, yeah I mean. It's not so much the content of the promo, it's just the fact that this happened at this moment in Dallas and, and, and changed history, brought them into the 80s. You know, the 70s maybe are finally dead. Um, this is the birth of the 80s right here. Uh, yeah, 
It, it was and now they moment. finally have a, a wrestler who matches their state of the art freaking of You're right. recording. You're yeah, right. the production. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that giant boom mic that's in the front. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That this is the new the next piece in the puzzle, and yeah, this was I I, I you know. Like I said, you know, I hadn't seen any of this before, and I, I didn't know there was a promo coming after the match, and I, it was just wow! It was such a wow moment that you know, yeah, it's it's all the it's a whole new ball game <laughs> to use the oh, baseball yeah. analogy again. Um, <laughs> suddenly, yeah, we've floodgates are open, baby. Yeah, it, it's 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 great. What a moment! Um, just total wake up call for the territory. Michael Hayes is here. The Freebirds are here, and nothing is going to be the same again. And okay. What do you think? What do you think the rest of them motherfuckers back there backstage who uh, heard that were thinking? Uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably. Here goes my spot. No. Uh-huh. Got up. Their game can't be lazy anymore. Yeah. It's it's. Yeah, it's going to be so interesting to see how things change week to week after this. Um, and then, yeah, Wild Bill, because that's the only way you can end a world-class show. Yeah. It's with a weak Wild Bill promo. Oh, well. Hey, I'm a tough guy. <laughs> Don't you call me Chauncey? Chauncey? Oh, jeez. Oh, Chauncey, right, you're right inside your head. So this is a state-of-the-art important episode going forward, I have to say. Very positive thoughts. Feels I have the feels for it. What about you, Kelly? A big-time show? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it felt like a turning point, totally. Yep. I, yeah. It's just, um, just I, I, yeah, I, I, like, we, we knew he was coming and, and all that, but I didn't expect, for some reason, I didn't expect the debut to be this you know, groundbreaking. It's just right. It, it just yeah. It's it's obvious why this all will work out. Um, yeah, just just a great moment here. We from Freebird Fantasia, lightning rod, ready to freaking <laughs> catch electricity in a bottle. Freaking amazing, Johnny. What were your thoughts on this episode, man? Oh, well, Kelly, let me ask you this. Of course, it, it's it's the genesis of what we've been waiting for. You know, between the Flair promo and this and Michael Hayes, it, of course, this is it. You know, finally. <laughs> but do you think maybe you feel that that sense? Because I feel it too. Like this is revolutionary. <laughs> is not just because it's not just because uh, you know it's the first time we've seen it. It's because we've had to sit through so much shit. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that adds to us going really getting the importance of this. We know it historically, right. but from watching this shit, you got to think, you know, wow, this is when this rinky dink, barely drawn piece shit is about to fill stadiums. And yeah. it's something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Watching it all in context, you realize how dead the territory was, and how yeah. important yeah. how important the Freebirds were to turning things around. It's it's, it's great. I mean, it, yeah. I'm I, I'm I'm glad we watched all this crappy wrestling. Oh boy, because, my Michael Hayes is yeah. every right. It's the payoff. To go on Twitter and oh. brag about how important he is to world class. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It's so obvious. Yeah, we dude, we can swing our internet balls around great. We're like, oh, you think you're good? We sat through so much shit just to get to this. The rest of you would have skipped right to it. Don't tell me you wouldn't have. The yeah. rest of you would have skipped right to it, and we didn't. So, <laughs> well, man, that's a wrap. Um, follow me on Twitter at Titans of Wrestling. Keep up with my other exploits on this week in wrestling, uh, Kelly. Anything you'd like to, to mention? Uh, no, no, no plugs uh, that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, I'm at uh, MSG1880. If you want to follow me, Johnny. What anything? Anything you want to add before we head on out? Uh, just real quick, I wanted to. Uh, you mentioned uh, the Bruno episode we did. Or the past. I want to thank all the uh, wonderful feedback we got from listeners yes. of the Bruno Show. 
Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. And uh, I was thinking, we need to give him a name, you know. I, I was thinking Castaways. That's our, you know, our fans. Cast- ah, it's lost on you people. Lost that's on you. That's not bad. That's better than what did we have for Titan? Calheads. I forget. Calheads. 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 That didn't work. No. That, that we'll, we'll, we'll keep that in our back pocket, Johnny. Uh, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it out there. You, if, if anyone wants to run with that on Twitter, I'm at Johnny Sorrow with no W. You know, just. And just remember, folks, keep on watching the wrestling, the good, the bad, the ugly, because eventually the ugly will turn into the good. You That's guys sexy. have a great week. My heart aches and troubles are just up and gone. The moment that you come in view, and with your hand in mine, dear, I could dance on and on, and I could waltz across Texas with you. across Texas with you in my arms walls across Texas with you like a story book ending I'm lost in your charms and I could walk across Texas with you